Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coffee and a Book. My name is William Hemsworth. It's great to be with you this week here on Elevation Radio Network. Pleased to have my guest, um, Keith Mayhew Hammond. He's the author of a great new book that just came out in early January called St. Nick's Journey, Suffering Souls of Owasso. And Keith is, um, he's a member of the personal ordinariate of the chair of St. Peter and is a lector and altar server at Good Shepherd Church. He's also a proud member and co-founder of the Fraternal Society of Our Lady of Walsingham. Educated by Dr. F.J. Donovan Collegiate Institute, he served briefly in the Canadian Reserve with the Ontario Regiment. He was born and lives in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Keith, how are you doing today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Hey, I'm well. It's great to be with you. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, I'm, ha I'm happy to be on. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. So we've corresponded by email a little bit. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your faith background, and we'll get into your book. Okay. Um, well, uh, I'm, I'm a devout Catholic, and uh, I was confirmed about in, in 2016. And before that, um, I, I was baptized in the United Church, and I had spent a lot of time in a non-denominational church uh, during my youth. Okay. And in between that, I, um, I started to question a lot of different things, and uh, I, I checked out a lot of different Christian sects and uh, even some other religions. Um, and I kept having this thing in my mind where the, the Catholic faith would kind of come up, but I would just say it couldn't possibly be that. That couldn't be the truth. And, um, but eventually I just had to go where, where the truth led me. And, uh, and I ended up um, finding out that, that it was the, it was the truth. And, uh, and so then I got confirmed and there was no looking back. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's not like mine. I, I grew up in a Protestant background and I said, when I started looking into the Catholic church, I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so St. Nick's journey. So what, what brought this book on? What was the development of this book? Well, it, uh, it went through, um, it went through a lot of changes. I actually had the idea for the book about 10 years ago. Okay. And, uh, but it went through a lot of changes in, in the way I wanted to do it. And basically I had, uh, I had a very difficult, uh, childhood and youth, um, because, uh, I had, uh, well, I still have Asperger's and, uh, which is a form of autism and, I was diagnosed in high school, but I didn't really understand anything about it. So a lot of the issues that come with that uh, can be very difficult if you don't if you don't understand why you're going through that, okay. and uh, it can be very isolating. And uh, I I went through a lot of depression and anxiety, and uh, I was I was very afraid of of death and and losing my family and friends, uh, to death. And, uh, basically afraid, afraid of the future and the past sort of thing. And, but once, once I found, 
once I found the, the Catholic faith, um, especially with all the miracles that are associated with it, uh, I, was, I was very surprised that all these things were out there, uh, like the Eucharistic miracles and the, the uh, what do you call the saints when they're, the, the relics of the saints that are in, incorruptible, the incorruptible bodies, okay. um, that there's all these miracles that have happened that can even be tested today uh, that really confirm that God does exist and he is working on this earth. And once I realized that it just helped quench a lot of my doubts. Uh, and cause I, a lot of my doubts were actually kind of crippling. Like it made it hard to function, which might be difficult for some people to understand, but, um, and so in, fi- in finding that, um, I learned a lot and I wanted to be able to teach people some of what I had learned in a way that could help them. And the best way that I could figure out how to do it was, in a, was with a, a fictional story. And it's the first story I wrote. And it, uh, I actually found it quite engaging and fun to, to write. So I think I'm going to keep doing it. There you go. Go for it. Go for it. So you said you started the process about 10 years ago. What was it like, what was that initial development? Was it just a a thought that was in your mind or did you start writing then? What was that like? Um, At that moment, it was just a brainstorming thought that I had uh, where I just kind of had this idea of, of a child who went on a journey to try and find St. Nicholas. And, um, and later on, it just, uh, as, as my journey changed, uh, so did the, so did the journey of the story. And, uh, and it seemed like, it seemed kind of like the perfect timing for the story was exactly when I wrote it, just when everything came together. Um, it was, uh, it was fun. Right. All right. So, and, and, and I hate to say this, I don't have my copy of the book yet. It's on its way. But maybe can you give us a maybe some background without giving away too much? Obviously, we want people to buy the book. Maybe what the characters are, what their stories are. Maybe can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. So the the main character um, is his name is Tommy, and he he's an adolescent, and he has these uh, terrible nightmares uh, that that show how how he's thinking and uh, he's, he's very afraid of losing his, his family uh, to time and, and to death. Uh, He's he's afraid of getting older and just a lot of earthly attachment issues. And he was having a lot of crippling doubts about his faith and his, he has a younger brother named Nate who's uh, very, uh, very understanding, but a completely different character than him. And he's, uh, he's, uh, he loves sport. Uh, his brother loves sports and uh, he just, he tries to be supportive, but he's, he's a lot more positive. And then he, um, he also ends up meeting a, a friend 
uh, who's very, also very positive, but uh, what's the word eccentric. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they, they end up getting along quite well. Uh, and the, the main character uh, is bullied a lot at school. And, and so it just seems when, when the holidays come around that he had put, he had put all his hope into the, into that one holiday and it just didn't go the way he wanted. And, uh, so it just was kind of a triggering moment for him. And they they end up deciding, uh, he he ends up deciding to, to run away to try and find uh, St. Nicholas. And, um, on, on the way, uh, a lot of things happen on, on that journey. And, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't go exactly the way he planned, but it, it turns, it turns out, uh, well in the end for, for all the characters, I think. Okay. Now you, you mentioned the, some of the description of the character beginning. Is that, I guess in a fictional way, is that kind of how you saw yourself at the time? Yeah. The, the main character, although he's a fictional character, uh, I put a lot of my of myself into him um because i guess i I wanted to give him a lot of the same struggles and attributes uh to to really kind of tell the audience what what it's like to go through that in a way that's relatable um but i also wanted to make sure that it wasn't too much so much alike that uh that there was real um real other characters um because it's uh um because i don't want to you know i don't want to insult people or anything like that oh sure sure no understand understand now what is it that you hope that people get out of the book um i hope that when they read the book that it can inspire them to, to never give up hope. Uh, even, even if they do struggle with crippling doubts or whatever they struggle with to just not, to not despair and to, to not dwell inward so much on your own struggles, but to, to look to God and to others out of charity and, and help, uh, by, by consoling, uh, I'm trying to think of how to word it. When, when Christ goes through a lot of the struggles, uh, like the, the passion and, and the death that, that he did that for us. Um, I think that when we focus on that rather than our own issues, it really, it's, it's a way, it's a way of charity towards God. And, and he tells us in the Bible that whenever we do a good work for others, that it's doing likewise to him. Right. And so I think that it's so easy to, to look inward and to just turn to despair. But if, if we, if we try and console God and others, in their struggles, it just, it really helps our own. And that's, 
that's what I want to uh, to teach people through the book, or at least one thing. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Now the book's been out a couple months now. What feedback have you received on the book? Uh, so far, the feedback has been fairly positive. Um, I I had uh, Charles Colomb, for instance. Uh, he he actually wrote a, a blurb for my book, and he he really enjoyed it. Um, and I've had I've had some non-Catholics who have read it, who, who also like it and, and have told me that it was uh, a story that they liked. Um, I haven't had, to be honest, any negative feedback yet, um, okay. but maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, maybe for those that don't know, can you, can you tell our audience who Charles Colomb is? Because it's a pretty big deal that he wrote the forward for your book. Yeah, um, Charles Cologne, uh is a is a co-host on the on the show Tumblr. Uh, sorry, the show is off the menu, uh, and he he's an author uh, who has a lot of books in the in the publishing house Tumblr Tumblr House, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's a staunch Catholic and uh, as well as a traditional monarchist. And he, he's very funny. <laughs> he's a, he used to be a stand-up comedian. Um, and uh, he actually, he actually even gave me a, a shout out on his show uh, on his last episode there um, uh, about, uh, about on, on Monday. Okay, great. He's a very, hey. he's a very jolly kind of person. I've noticed that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was on the Catholic Canuck podcast recently and he, the host tagged me with him and I was looking through his feet. I was like, man, he's a funny guy. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've not noticed that now. Yeah. So what's, what's next for you? You said you maybe you, you want to write more in the future. Do you have anything maybe germinating in your mind right now? Yeah. Um, I actually wrote the, the content for the second book in the series. Um, and I'm working on the editing, which is the harder part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's um, the, the story is completely. It has different characters and everything, but it, it's connected by the same the same city and some of the same themes. And uh, I decided that in each of the in each of the stories for the series, that I want to connect it to one of the stories with some kind of an Easter egg. So there's something that people can sort of look for to try and find where that connection is. Okay. So how many books do you think you'll have, you'll end up having in the series when everything's said and done? Uh, I think about five to seven I have in mind. Okay. Um, so you have a lot of writing ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, now, you, talk, yeah. you, you talked about the editing process. Can you walk our audience through what the process is like to get a book published, especially with a publishing house like you're on with St. Nick's Journey? I mean, every, every publishing house is, I mean, it's similar, even, but each of them are also different. But can you walk us through that process and maybe how long it may take? Yeah. Um, so what I noticed was the um, one, one mistake I made because uh, I hadn't done this before, 
was I was focused too much on getting the whole book edited before trying to submit do submissions. And what I noticed is that most of the publishing companies uh, for the submission, they only want the first few chapters uh, because I guess the idea is if, if they're not caught or hooked by the third chapter, then there's no, there's no deal. Um, and so what I hope to do in the future is to just heavily edit the, the first three chapters and then start to do some submissions at the same time that I'm trying to, to edit the rest of the book. Um, but the, uh, gratefully I have, uh, I have a friend, Arthur Bowsfield, who is a, a really good editor and he helped me a lot in, in editing, editing this book. Um, and the, I think with the process of trying to get a book published, you really have to learn to enjoy rejection. <laughs> yes. Then we'll say no. <laughs> um, but I was really, uh, but the good thing about being rejected by so many is that it helps you to learn how to approach it better in the future. And also it made me much more grateful for the, uh, for the one that was interested. <laughs> Not that the others weren't, that's a bad way to put it because I actually got positive feedback from the publishers that did reject it. Um, and they gave me some advice on, on, on what to do and everything. Uh, but it's just once, you know, if you have, if you have 10 people say no, when someone finally says yes, it can just be amazing. <laughs> Change, yeah. Changes your world. Changes your worldview. Yeah. You get those no, no, no. You're like, Oh man. Then you yeah. That email or letter or whatever. And like, yes. All right. Yeah. So what, what publisher ended up picking you up? Uh, the pup the publisher is a uh, whip and stock publications. Uh, and it's under the imprint of, uh, resource, okay. uh, Re resource publications. And, uh, they, they're based in Oregon, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they have, they have a lot of different imprints, uh, for academic works and, uh, fictional and all, all sorts of things, but they oh. were, uh, I was very, I was very pleased with working with them. They were very upfront about everything the entire, the entire way through. So from start to finish, how long did it take for the book to hit the shelves? Um, oh, sorry. Something came up. Oh, it's all right. Um, from start to finish, uh, does that include writing? So like, so you, you, you've written everything and now you've submitted it. Like from that point, how long did it take for everything to happen for you? I'd say about a year and a half. Um, but half, more than half of that was my fault because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> uh, so I think that with the next one, the, the time period should be a lot, a lot less. Cause I can, uh, I have a much better understanding now of how to sort of multitask uh, instead of doing, you know, all the editing, all the submissions, and then this and that, uh, I'm, I think I've improved my process of it. <laughs> all right. No, good deal. I mean, the, 
the book itself, it sounds fascinating. I can't wait to get my copy in the mail. I was hoping I would have had it already, but post office here has been weird lately. It took two weeks for my sister's wedding invitation to get to me. She lives five miles away. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the pandemic is slowing Definitely. the mail down and stuff. Definitely. But uh, I look forward to hearing your your review when you when you read it. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I de- I'll definitely do that, and I'll post it on my Pathos blog as well. I'll try to get as much traffic to you as possible. Now, where can our where can our listeners um, where, where can they check the book out? Where can they buy it? Uh, I have a website, uh, kmhbooks.ca, and it. Uh, it has a lot of information about a lot more information about the book. And uh, I'm going to put some information about upcoming projects on there as well. And uh, it has, it has links on the website of where they can buy it, uh, which can, um, they can get it on Amazon. They can get it directly from the publisher or from my Etsy store. Um, But I have a, I have a list on the website uh, to put all the, to put the links in, in one place. Okay. Uh, to make it easier for people. Okay. Now, in early January, the book was released as paperback. Did the ebook recently come out? I think I saw that. Yeah, there's there's a hard cover, a soft cover, and and an ebook. Um, okay. The ebook, uh, there's an ebook available on Amazon, uh, both American, uh, Amazon Canada, America, and the UK. In case anyone's watching from United Kingdom, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, it's also on, uh, I think Kobo. If I'm saying that right, yeah, Kobo. Yep. Uh, people can find it on the Indigo website, um, and uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of places that it picks it up, and they can buy it directly from the publisher as well. Right. So I guess the best pl- best thing to do is go to your website. Can you give that website one more time for me? It's kmhbooks.ca. Okay. So go to the website, check out the links and check out everything that Keith has going on. I mean, this book sounds great. Um, five to seven books in the series. There's a lot more to come. Now, Keith, do you have any closing words that you want to give our listeners um, about the book or, or anything else? Um, I guess I would just like to say that it's amazing to find uh, something that you really enjoy doing. And I'd encourage everyone, um, whether it's a hobby, even if it's just a part-time hobby, uh, just that, you know, it's, it's easy to say, it's, it's easy to put stuff off. Uh, Cause I did that for the longest time with this book. But once, once I finally actually started writing it, it, it was a very moving experience and I just think if everyone can find a way of doing that in, in whatever their interest is, that it's, um, it'd make the, it'd probably make the world a better place. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Follow your passion, do it. And don't be afraid of rejection at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith, I thank you for taking some time to come on and talk about your, your book. Um, great things you're doing great things out there so thanks for thank you for coming on i appreciate it yeah thank, thanks for having me and uh i uh i really i i, I saw some of your uh, some of your show recently and i i really liked i really liked the, the interviews you did oh thank you very much thank you i appreciate okay. that all right well take care okay
Take care.